And we're back. Mm, we're live. Correction. Coming to you live, yes, from uh, the my Ben Wynn Studios. Room. Yes, the Ben Wynn <laughs> Studios. Is it Van Day? Oh, I miss Van Day. Van Day. Van Day's coming up, right? Mm-hmm. It's like in March. Who's, who's birthday? Who's, it's your birthday. It was Thomas's birthday. We, you know, we took that over. Garden party day? That's in March. That's in. No, I thought that was Kendall's birthday. What? That garden party day was Kendall's birthday. What was Nick's birthday? It was Nick's uh, birthday. That, Nick's birthday was my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was celebrating his birthday when I was there. It was celebrating my birthday. That's fine. I mean, we just like him better. Mm, yeah. You're not great. <laughs> well, we know that. You're That's normal. You're very awful. <laughs> just a reminder. You're a terrible human being. I don't know if anyone's told you today. Because I make a point of it. I haven't gotten that yet. No, that is a lie. I, one of my gym friends already told me that I was... I was You're terrible. No, it was like a... Yeah, because straight women. Oh my God, Chris, you're so bad. You're terrible. You're terrible. Shut up, Shut bitch. Up, you crazy gay person. Yeah. Why did they do that to you? Because uh, I'm the token gay. What's their name? Uh, What's there, they name? There's a lot of theys. Are there a lot of theys? There's a lot of theys. Hmm. Some of them are lesbians. Some of them are bisexual. Lesbians. Lesbians. We have lesbian friends. I I have branched out. The women that I am friends with at the gym, not all straight. Surprise. What? What? Wow. Wow. Some wow. Of them single. Some of them are in a relationship. Some of them married. You are. Uh, you walk with all people. I am one with the people right now. I think you are every woman. I'm every woman. I'm, I, yes. Shaka Khan? I am Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan! If they say name every woman, you just say Shaka Khan. <laughs> That's true. That's true. You don't have to answer it beyond that. Do I sound quiet now? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. I'm just worried that my voice isn't, just, isn't clear enough on the podcast sometimes. Oh, it, it carries. <laughs> I don't think there's any problem with that. It carries as, as what you say to someone in a room, and it you can hear them a million miles away, not on a podcast. States, States away, <laughs> they can hear you. People can still hear you. Yeah. Yeah. That that whining, that titness. Tit titness. That tit in there. You, you got the, you got that titness. Uh huh. <laughs> we got big old titness up in here. Come on down to the titness sale here at Victoria's Secret. Oh, crystals in those titness. We we talked about big crystals and titness. Big crystal titness. Mm-hmm. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, callback to simpler times. Back when you could you could go to the grocery store and take off your mask and smile at people. Do you remember those videos of when we first started wearing masks, where the woman uh-huh. was just like, "I just, I can't." See babies smiling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you remember the one that was in Galveston that got arrested? Yeah. <laughs> I wanted them I just, to tackle her. I so wanted it. So wanted it so bad. And she's like, I'm traveling in my RV to the best places in America. I'm like, and you got arrested in Galveston? <laughs> How did you end up there? And they were like, run of the mill lady. Yeah. She's <laughs> uh, leathery. 
over Dis- 60 yeah. and is um, Not, obstinate. Was she over 60? She was probably she in was her 35. 50s. Exactly. She was probably in her 40s or 50s, and she looked like she was over 60 uh, because leather skin. Mm-hmm. 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 She's a Dooney and Burke purse. Oh, yes. Green on the inside. Cause so my family always went to Port Aransas when I was younger. And buy Dooney and Burke purses? Yes. I think you can do that. I think you can do that in San Antonio. You don't have to but travel the ones that. in Port Aransas, <laughs> more Aransas. <laughs> yes, uh, exotic. <laughs> um, but no, they. Uh, you could definitely tell the the, the white people who had um, lived there their whole lives. Not, I wouldn't say lived there their whole lives, but had uh, decided to take up residence there in some point in their life. And by that I mean when they decided to retire. Or just no longer work. Uh, but mm-hmm. I, I would not say that it was retirement. Uh, and they were just uh, darker white people. Darker than white people should be. And also looked like uh, purses. Because it was like, you definitely go sit up. And they, they were creepy. The, the, the creepy. The, the number, I remember as a kid, there were plenty of like just men who would just come like, and just bring a lawn chair and just sit next to us and just like, yeah, just watch, just just stare and watch. They're just like leathery, just big old like, and just sit sitting in there. So like you, but yeah. tan, and also bigger, bigger. If you can surprise, if you can believe that, yeah. But they, how would they be? How could they live? They'd yeah. be morbidly two, obese. Two lawn chairs. <laughs> Two, uh, a love seat. <laughs> love seat for themselves. A love yeah. seat with no love. That, And they'd be looking for it in all the wrong places. They saw you, they said. She looks impressionable. No. Well. <laughs> <laughs> well. Maybe hmm. Is that my future? <laughs> no, that's gross. <laughs> yeah. No, that's gross. He would just sit there and like watch. And like, I don't, I honestly could not tell who he was watching. And it wasn't just he. There were several he's. Them's. He, he, he. He, he, he. <laughs> the way that I laugh. <laughs> Precisely. Precisely. Uh, speaking of um, things, uh, Alejandro brought up a uh, very amazing... You mean Ali Alejandro? Ali Alejandro, yeah. He brought up a amazing um, sound effect for our podcast on accident during dinner tonight. Because uh, we were talking about um, how the restaurant that we were at had a lot of um, gay people there. And he just looked around. And he goes, there's a lot of. <sighs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, I am so fucking stealing that. Because I was like, that's the one word that we try not to say too often on this podcast. Um, Charlie's so, Theron, I know. I, I can't. Oh, oh, God, I said it. <laughs> Charlie's Theron. <laughs> stop, stop. You're going to get canceled. It's going to be crazy. Um, yeah, that was, a, I was like, that's perfect. So I'm stealing that. So I had to say it. Also, the story that I uh, um, talked about with his little, like, waking up devil episode and, and keeping you awake for hours apparently one of his friends was like they're talking shit about you in the podcast and he was like oh tell me and he, he's like his friend is like ooh this is what happened and, and I was like 
Oh yeah, I know. I know about them. I literally like <laughs> they made fun of me in person for that. <laughs> that on, that's not any different. This is normal. And I'm like, oh, oh, they're trying to the communication that I have with my boy sticking boyfriend. up for their friend. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. Uh, but I was like. Yeah, I was mad at you in the instance. <laughs> I told you about the next morning. <laughs> and you, you learned a new word out of it, too. Yeah. Dirigibles. Dar- well, that was one thing. There's plenty of different him waking up in the middle of the night situations. Uh, yeah. Last night, he, he decided to to dry heave. And I thought that maybe he had had what I had had all week long. Then um, he just had an anxiety attack. And I was like, what? <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, I went to the dentist. Oh, he's he he's trying to be a dentist. Yeah, I know. Okay, anyways, and I had to get a filling replaced oh. and another one. Oh, yeah. You and... had two cavities. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, no, one of them was a filling that needed to be replaced. Mm. It was just an old one. My bad, sorry. Um, mm. and they, I went to a a, a gay dentist. Uh, oh, he's what? Oh, he's I, a. I went to. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> A gay dentist, and uh, apparently dentistry has just excelled in leaps and bounds since I'd been last, mm. and there was all kinds of fancy tools that they uh, used, mm-hmm. and there's this thing that they put in your mouth that is, it looks like those kind of, um, a respirator, but it's, uh, so it's shaped like that. Uh-huh. And they stick it inside, and you bite down on it, so it keeps your mouth kind of open. And then it has like this this guard this way, and you stick your tongue on the inside, so it does your tongue's not in the way. Uh-huh. And it just like sucks constantly on the other side. Uh-huh. Um, and do it get all the spit out? And whatever stuff. That's true. Yeah. Uh, and it was in there for a good hour and a half, and I thought I was gonna have a panic attack because <laughs> I can't <laughs> breathe. I can't breathe. I mean, uh-huh. I can breathe through my nose, but. It, like, blocks everything. Uh-huh. So I was like... <laughs> They're controlling my tongue. How dare they? <laughs> I can't do this. I was like, I can't embarrass myself in front of the hygienist that calls everyone girl. Girl, no. Uh, girl, yes. Girl, help. Could, you could not believe. <laughs> like... <laughs> and I know it's... A, it, it's, it's I feel at home uh, because yeah. it's a gay dentist. So okay. in the lobby, they're playing Billie Eilish mm-hmm. and Donna Summer. Oh, yeah. And then the hygienist. Billie Eilish, Donna Summer. Those are... That's something. That's gay. Mm-hmm. MacArthur Park. Oh. Oh. <laughs> uh, and the hygienist, who is a woman, mm-hmm. was still like, girl, yes. <laughs> I called a customer. Girl, can you bring me this thing? I called a customer girl today. <laughs> she was talking about her student loans. Like, girl, same. And I was like, bring it down a notch. <laughs> you were that lady in court. <laughs> <laughs> that was me after i said it, i was like oh, <laughs> oh hilarity yeah it was uh, immediately after i said it, i was like she, i am not kikiing with this woman i'm trying to take her money but here i was geek- i i took her money but <laughs> i think you should just go all in on that mm. and just be like here's the tea sis oh yeah work bitch <laughs> you got water damage <laughs> well we already know that i'm uh, vibrantly gay with a lot of women uh, in their homes just because they're like, oh, yes, this gay knows exactly what he's talking about. Because who doesn't meet a vibrant gay and is like, I don't know. I, I don't know. Sounds stupid. We gays put our whole assholes into it. I mean, whole hearts into it. Whole assholes. Whole assholes. We go in ass first. <laughs> ass first. We are ready. Anyways, what did I talk about? 
You're calling a girl, girl. Girl, girl. There we go. You're calling a good hey, girl. A good girl. You're a girl. And I, I don't even think she flinched. And I was just like, okay. I feel like that's how people talk now, though. It is. Girl, no. Girl. Even straight people now. Look at Maddie Morphosis. Get out of our fucking culture. <laughs> that we stole. Did you Have you seen Theresa May's uh, post? Theresa May is the biggest troll on freaking... Theresa May, the ex-prime minister? No, Theresa May. Theresa May. Theresa May. She's a drag queen. Okay. She was on uh, UK season four. I haven't haven't watched it. I did know that. I watched the first episode. But I do know that she exists. (laughs) But Theresa May is a giant troll. And I love it. Is it season three? Season four? I think it's season three. Which one was Bimini on? Season two. Two. Okay, so then yeah, season three. Sorry. My bad. But yeah, so Theresa May is a drag queen, and she... So, uh, Maddie Morphis has posted a uh, Trixie Mattel makeup situation, and Trixie Mattel also posted a situation that she, like, had her hat on as, like, Trixie in, like, boy, and she was like, oh, look, I'm Maddie Morphis. And then Teresa also did it, and, like, put her hat on backwards, and was like, oh, I'm Maddie Morphis. And so there was, like, the Spider-Man meme with all their faces on it. It's really kind of funny. They're all being very, very Does silly. Does Theresa May look like Maddie Morphis and Trix Mattel? Uh, they are bald white people. So they all look like you? Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm just curious. <laughs> okay. Y- yes. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah. But without a beard. So if I shaved my face... And like for Dixie, and then put on like a, a bald cap. A, a, a bald cap? No, a hat. Oh. <laughs> oh. Why would I need a bald cap? I'm already bald. For extra uh, protection. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Well, you never know. Somebody you ne- be like, you never. Maybe the- he's got hair. <laughs> Let me get closer. And then you pull. What if? What if you? Did a wig reveal, and you had a bald cap, and then did a bald cap reveal, and your head was bald. <laughs> I would shit my pants. What was like? That would be funny. That would be funny. Who could do that? Uh, I don't know. Do we know any bald drag queens? Um. You should suggest it. I should. Say, I, I should. But that's very funny. <laughs> take like, off a wig. If I fully shave my head, it's like, but like, I'm not. I'm talking like bald cap, like with the tape on it, like you know, trying to tape down wigs, and then you somehow take off the tape and like slip it off your head somehow, and then it's just. I bald want the skin it. colored one with like the makeup, and then oh, it like yeah. wrinkles in the back mm-hmm. when people move their head. Yeah. Take that off. Rip that off. Then mm-hmm. bald. Mm-hmm. Yes. Correct. I agree. Wow. Look at that. Us coming up with comedy. Yeah. Just for drag queens. Did you know... No. ...that recent Gallup polls have shown... <laughs> ...have reported Americans feeling stress, worry, and anger in the highest levels in over a decade? I did not. Well, while we are growing more and more aware of the effects of stress on our bodies and minds, we may not have considered the effects that our stress can have on our pets. According to studies, there is a synchronization between stress hormones in humans and their dogs. If you are a dog parent, you probably know that your pup is very good at reading your body language and can quickly pick up on how you're feeling. We're always working to reduce our own stress in any way that we can, but what about the anxiety we may have passed on to our dogs? 
Big Bones has a solution. CBD has been shown to help reduce stress and anxiety in both humans and dogs, and Baked Bones has your dog covered. Made from organic, human-grade ingredients and full-spectrum hemp oil, their bones may offer some relief to your anxious pup. Check out BigBones.com for more information on CBD for dogs and other benefits it may provide. Baked Bones offers free shipping on all orders over $25, and you can save 15% using promo code... Spoopy 15. Spoopy 15. Big Bones is LGBTQ owned and operated and is based in Houston, Texas. Big Bones probably donates 10% of all profits to no kill shelters in the U.S. Need your bones ASAP or want to support small businesses? Big Bones are now available at Man Ready, Merc- Man Ready Mercantile in the Houston Heights or at Man Ready Mercantile on South Congress in Austin. Big Bones. <laughs> Mercantile. <laughs> Mern Ready McIntyre. McIntyre. My friend Marissa literally just sent this while we were just talking about this just now. Who is it? That's Theresa that? May. <laughs> <laughs> that's Maddie Morphis. <laughs> and that's what Maddie Morphis responds. <laughs> is this me? <laughs> Sorry, it's an Instagram video. Identify or, theft. Identity, identity theft, theft is not a joke, Teresa. <laughs> I'm sorry, Trixie. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I love it. Marissa, we were literally, I mean, you obviously heard at this point you're talking about it. Um, the fact that I just opened it is just hilarious to me. Is she psychic? Are you psychic? But spell psychic wrong. Uh, S-Y-K-I-C. Psychic. S-Y-K-I-C-K. Psychic. Psychic. That's crazy. That's wild. I, also, we love big bones. Thank you. We do love big bones. <laughs> we appreciate appreciate you. Um, I was gonna say something funny. But so was I. But I'm out. always anyways. Funny stuff. Should we uh, uh, jeers? You want to see the worst nail in the world? Oh, <laughs> what happened to it? It just tore off at the end, and the nail is still there. Oh, okay, that's good. It's just the polish. Okay. I thought, it, like, you fully, like... Yeah, I have half an hour now. Jeez, you... Let me tell you about... Okay, hold on. Okay. <laughs> let me, first, let me take this. Hold on. Let me let me take this, and then I'm going to yell about something. That's always how we go, though. So, I used to be in the industry. <laughs> the makeup industry. The industry. <laughs> <laughs> and um, lots of the girls would always have those super long acrylics. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, they would break them. And their nails would break off with it. And I knew this girl. And they're actual nails? Yeah, they're actual oh. nails. This this girl, every single one of her fingers was probably a half inch of nail. Because uh, their acrylics would break off and take... Uh-huh. And then on that half inch of nail, she would get acrylics. And They'd a couple times... Off. Yeah. But a couple times, she can't, she'd come up and she'd be like, can I get a full set? And they'd say, we can do everything except that index finger. We can't put anything on that. And so then she'd have to wear a bandage on them. Until her nail grew out? Enough for her to go get the extra nail. Oh my gosh. And I was like, why don't you just not for like a month? What if you have bandages on all your nails for a month? Or just don't do anything to them. Paint them. Paint, paint your fingertip. Paint, Wear paint. little rubber na- rub, little rubber thimbles on oh, your fingers. Get the little stick-ons for a little bit. Well, a stick-on on a quarter-inch nail with the finger. The finger was out further than the nail. Yeah, yeah. 
you could find a way. Paint it. Yeah. <laughs> it's an '87 Chevy Jalopy that with no tires, but just give it a coat of paint. Everyone will love it. You painted just this part here, and then it still had like the finger. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So then it's literally like the pink finger, white nail, pink finger. <laughs> Look. Exactly. <laughs> Oh no! Oh nar! Oh nar! Uh, we haven't said that in a while. Because oh. it was really old. Because you drived it into the ground. Drived it, drove it, driven it. Did you know? Have you no. ever seen the clip of no. maybe Jennifer Garner? Who looks like Jennifer Garner? Natalie Portman. Jennifer Garner. Uh, Zoe Deschanel. Which one of them went to Harvard? Uh, Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. Then. <clears throat> She went on uh, The Late Show with Conan O'Brien, and he was saying something about, uh, I snuck in here, and she says, it sneaked Conan, and you went to Harvard, and you should know that. And he got a dictionary of, <laughs> and snuck is a word. Snook? Snuck. 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 And she was embarrassed. Embarrassed. Embarrassed on television. Sneaked. That's what people are like, it's not swim. Swam. Swimmed? It's I don't know. Swam. Swam. Swam? Swam. I, I swam. I used to swim. So you swam. <laughs> so I swam. <laughs> you swam. So I would know. Mm-hmm. Get a dictionary. <laughs> You're also asking the wrong person. And the number of times I've incorrectly said words in the podcast. I'm making words up. That's true, and you say it so confidently that I'm like, it makes sense. I know. I'm a lady. Malady. <laughs> Malady. Wow. Well, um, are so you ready to talk uh, about the the spooky things? Yeah, to get into it. Gotta. What are you? You're you're on your seventh layer now. Seventh tier. Seventh layer. Seventh heaven. <gasps> Remember that show? I never watched. Me neither. Wasn't it Christian? Hmm. It was like a guy was who a was from guy, heaven. It's a guy who was from heaven who came down and did something. Hang out of, with a lot of high teenagers. school kids. Was it like a Christian Degrassi? Christian Degrassi. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, all the people that are watching Euphoria uh, are like, "Oh my god, no, 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 it's Euphoria." Degrassi was the same thing. Degrassi was the same thing. I feel like Degrassi just didn't have as like intensive like. It was not as overtly sexual. Yeah, yeah. But also the that kids was dressed like normal twenty years kids. ago. Yeah, they don't dress like <laughs> like hot sluts. <laughs> hot sluts looking for garbage. For cock. Hot <laughs> sluts ready for cock. But also high school. That, <laughs> <laughs> that I mean that is kind of what high school is. <laughs> no, just me. No. Oh. No. Mm-mm. I can't say that that was me in high school. Didn't you join the swim team just to follow hot for slut? Hot cocks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was not a hot slut for cocks. You were just looking I for... I was just there for the hot cocks. <laughs> Did I wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning to go to swim practice? For yes. hot cocks? Just for hot cocks. Hey, I was in band just for hot cocks. You picked the wrong thing. I chose the wrong thing. Oh, no. You could have been in... Softball. No. <laughs> soccer. To do, to get I could have been in soccer. Lesbian. No. You should have been in cross country. Mm. 
No, we got plenty of penis then. Short shorts. Oh yeah. Shirt shirts. Shirt shirts. But then shirt that, that would have required running, and that was back before I like was into running. <laughs> that that's it. Hmm. <laughs> and, and it, you can tell. Cause uh. Hmm? Ooh. Uh, <laughs> what kind of a sh- body shape would you say you have? Uh, oval. <laughs> Why? I just wanted to get. I'm just. I'm checking for body dysmorphia. Oh, okay. Pear. <laughs> no. Well, the pear starts here. Big box. <laughs> pear on <stilts>. refrigerator. <laughs> refrigerator. Rectangle. What's correct answer? House. Ha- okay. Um, prism. No, house. My house? My house. <laughs> I think refrigerator. Yeah, okay, okay. That pretty sense. boxy. Mm, boxy? Like boxy Mandrews. Mm-hmm. Yeah, boxy Mandrews. She was here recently. She came here to celebrate Rain's birthday. Really? Is Rain that famous? No. She was I think like, they just hey, hired bitch. her. Oh, <laughs> they were like, please bring a famous drag queen. Yeah, yeah. For my birthday. Should I do that? <laughs> I wouldn't get Boxy Mandrews. No. Get Detox. Oh. Yeah. I wonder what she's doing in all of her, her young body parts. Hmm. I don't know. She didn't have any young body parts. They're all just plastic. That's what I'm saying. They're all younger than... This, this joke is stolen from Drag Race. Anyways. Okay, well, I'll go first again if you really twist my arm. Uh- <laughs> well, let me see. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, so I'm going to talk about Carol- the Sauter family. The Sauter family. Um, no, I'm going to actually talk about the fire that burned down in that one Nashville place. The what? The fire that, that burned down that building in that one Nashville place that you talked about. Nashville. The, or whatever country club it was. The Beverly Hills Supper Club? Yeah, that was in Nashville, right? Greensboro, North Carolina. I suppose not. It was all weird southern places. <laughs> I have no idea what I talked about. Neither do I. Never. Um, okay, so I'm going to talk about Carol Edward Cole. Carol Cole. Carol Cole. Don't interrupt her if she's looking for her denim. Oh, so you think her pronouns are her, her, she? Carol. Carol. Was this something like a a man named Beverly? Yes. Okay. <laughs> it is. A, a, their, their pronouns are he, they. He, he. He, he, he. Um, but I will have to start by saying that reading this story is actually kind of sad, uh, and in almost a hundred, because we're at 139, 140, and uh, almost 140 episodes, uh, that we've been doing this, I have never felt bad for a serial killer at all, but reading parts of the story, I'm just like, fuck, like this is like really fucking sad. Like this man was literally trying so hard to tell them that like, I have a problem and not a single fucking person would listen to him. And like... Sure, killing people is not good at all, ever. But, like, he was literally like, someone do something. And everyone's like, no, you're fine. Go away. You're going to get deep on the pod today? Um, It's it's rough. So, Carol Cole was born in Sioux City, Iowa. Azusa? Uh, Azusa. I'm from Azusa, bitch. Um, He was the second son of his parents, Laverne and Vesta, which I think is like the perfect names for like 1930s situation. Vesta? Vesta. Is a man's name? Woman. Laverne is a man's name. (laughs) (laughs) You thought Laverne was a woman's name? Laverne is a woman's name. Mm -mm. 
My my uh, great uncle's name was Vern. Okay, that's not Laverne. That's close enough. No. Yeah, Laverne was his dad's name. Laverne and Shirley. Laverne and Shirley, Shirley was the woman. They were both women. Oh. <laughs> yeah. 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 Laverne yeah. was the man. <laughs> well, his name was Laverne, so. Well. And Vesta, more power to him. Vesta was the woman. Uh, so his younger sister was born in 1939, and soon after that, the family moved to California. California. California girl. Do you remember when we watched the Super Bowl halftime show? No. Is it a tribute to California? Oh, recently, yes. Yeah. Mm. It wasn't very. It, it was uh, Lopez, it was very memorable. No, I showed I showed the straight girls, uh, straight people. There were there were multiple uh, genders that were present then. Um, the Shakira J Lo halftime show. These people didn't see it. Where did they live? Uh, under a rock. I don't know how they didn't see it. But like I would literally that's, they're, that's straight people they wait all year to have Super 100%, Bowl. 100%. Exactly. The Super Bowl is they were probably wasted. It means probably why they don't No, I feel it. like straight people are like, yeah, Super Bowl, let's watch the game and then it's like, ah, the halftime show. Let's Let go, go get, get a, snacks. Let's, let's go, go to drink and eat. Beers and blah, blah, blah. Turn the TV off. And then gay people are like, ah, oh, football, blah 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 and then the halftime show. Half- halftime show. Halftime show. <laughs> <laughs> we're here Katy Perry's celebrities. <laughs> Katy Perry's riding a lion into yes. <laughs> exactly. We I made them watch like a lot of them. I made them watch uh, Shakira and J Lo first. Did you go uh, to their home? We went. Yeah, I was in this person's home. So we started their home. We went to casino night at the gym, and then we went back to their home. Casino um, night. Casino night. We had a casino night at the gym. Oh my gosh, you're an 80 year old woman from I Florida. Know. It was a lot of fun actually. Uh, I played blackjack the entire night. Did you win? I got a lot of money. Yes. Uh, also, the why per- does your gym sound like a high school with lock-ins? It was perfect. <laughs> I was living my because f- it's straight people, <laughs> and you were like, "Finally, so I accepted." So then I told them that what they needed to do for June for their little because they're doing monthly like uh, things at the gym. I said, "What you need to do for June is Pride Night. You need to have uh, three. You need to hire three drag queens. Uh, you need to put up a bunch of like little like." Rainbows everywhere. You need rainbows everywhere. But you definitely drag... drag well, then why was casino night the February thing instead it, of Mardi just, Gras? The, the, it was their first uh, first, first uh, uh, group function. Team building. Team, no, uh, first group function since uh, COVID started. Uh, and so this was their first thing. Let them let them have some little growing pains, okay? No. No, no. Um... But I suggest a trivia night hosted by Dixie Rett, uh, and I am kind of into it. See, I will applaud you for um, trying to get back out. Get back out there. Dixie, getting back out get there? Get back out yeah, there. Yeah, but see, Dixie performing for a bunch of straight people who have no idea what a drag queen is. That, is no, but perfect. I think it would be more difficult for you because it's all people you know. Yeah, th- no, that makes it easier. They're going to tip me. Yeah, but they then have you to. have to be like, no. You can't, like, make fun of the strangers. It's people you know. I'm not going to make fun of them. Well. The, what are you going to do then? I know some of them. Tell a joke? I can tell a joke. Oh. <laughs> okay. Anyways, I told them that I would host a trivia night because I think a trivia night would be fun. Or bingo. Bingo works, too. I love 
trivia and bingo. Hmm. Maybe I'll invite you, bitch. I feel like... I feel like I think I'm really good at trivia, but I'm not actually. You're not good actually good at trivia. That's what I feel like I was like the trivia things that we did like previously. They're kind of hard, so I was like I have to dumb this down for straight people who don't know anything about gay things at all. So I had to make it like. Oh. I just watched Jeopardy. Steal their questions. I'm like really good at Jeopardy. Do they have gay Jeopardy? No. Let's make that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Ciao. Um. There was one contestant on Jeopardy. I'm sure you've seen. That was, they were asking something, and it was, uh, I don't remember even what the question was, but there was a gay guy playing, and he got the answer right. It was like the Daily Double, and it was like, tick tock, tick tock, and he was like, um, Judy Garland, and they were like, diddy, and he was like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I have not seen that, but I need to now. <laughs> and that's me. That's you, 100%. You get trivia right. Yes. Yes, bitch. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, that is exactly how I will be playing trivia uh, with the straight people. It'll be like, um, who is the queen that has hosted a lot of drag competitions on TV? Um, 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 uh, 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 Liza Minnelli. She lies. Liza Minnelli lies. lies. That's a, like some, but some of them know RuPaul, so I'm like, okay, so if I do a RuPaul trivia, some of them have to be a little difficult, some of them have to be not so difficult. Who won the first episode's challenge? Who won? No, who was the first queen that got sent home in RuPaul's Drag Race? If you're a true, if you watch RuPaul's Drag Race, you should know that one. That's not too difficult, but if you don't know. Akasha. If you don't. Kasha Davis. Mrs. Kasha <laughs> Mrs. Davis. <laughs> If you don't know that one, if you don't watch RuPaul at all, then you won't ever know that one. Period. <laughs> so. And then you have to be, then you have to hint at it. Nobody knows. You're like, it's a food. I'm just over here eating a uh, pig. I would know? not be able to eat this if I were Jewish. <laughs> Say that on the microphone. Well, as a drag queen, maybe. <laughs> it's fine. Anyway, so uh, should I go back to talking about spooky things? No. <laughs> I'm just wildly guessing here. Um... Oh, yeah, so they went to, to California. Laverne found work in uh, a Coal shipyard. Uh, I was close. You were close, actually. Uh, not long after that, Laverne went to fight and... Hold on. No, keep going. World War II. While his father was away, his mother had several affairs. <laughs> Bye, bitch. Uh, so this is the 1940s. And she was like, oh, you're off at war. I'm going to be a slut. <laughs> I'm a hot slut for cocks. <laughs> I'm looking for hot cocks. Exactly. She was just going off, mama. Uh, so, <laughs> so, but the worst part is that sometimes she would take uh, Laverne, or not Laverne, take um, Carol, the boy with her uh, on her rendezvous uh threatening to beat him if she if he ever told his father um vesta was also emotionally abusive to cole and dressed him like a girl so i guess she really wanted a daughter and so she would just put him in girls clothes uh at school they would tease him about his girl's name by his peers and at age eight he retaliated 
on one of his, one of his classmates, uh, a boy of the same age named Dwayne, uh, by drowning him in Lake Richmond, California. To death? Dead. <laughs> the death was regarded as accident by authorities until Cole confessed it many years later in an autobiography he wrote in prison. During a press interview, Cole said of this event, I was primed. I had the mental commitment I was going to get even with my mother. And things just built up and built up. And I be- it became an obsession. So he, this was premeditated murder at age eight. He was ready to kill this boy. Like he knew he was going to kill him. Like how fucking crazy is that? He was ready for it. That, I mean, I guess that's like how abused he was by his mom. So, as a teen, Cole committed several petty crimes and was frequently arrested for drunkenness and minor thefts. After high school, he joined the U.S. Army, but was given a bad conduct discharge in 1958 for stealing pistols. Uh, in 1960, you're in the army. What are you going to steal the pistol for? You get them where for you, free. Where are you going to go? What you do get them. They're like a vending machine. Just go up and get one. You no. You just ask. You go up to the desk and you're like, one pistol, please. And they're like, All you're right. seven. Come back before the dawn's. The, the the sunset, like, <laughs> just bring it back to us. Maybe not. Maybe you will. Who knows? It's like a library. You just check it out for two weeks. You check it out. You come back. And if you don't bring it back in time, you maybe get, like, a a, a, a dime charge. And that's it. That's yeah, a quarter penalty per week. 100%. Like, you get, gun, you get guns aplenty in the Army. What do you need more for? Um, so in 1960, Cole attacked two couples parked in cars in Lover's Lane. Uh, soon after, he uh, called the police. He called the police in Richmond, California, where he was living, and told them that he was plagued by violent fantasies involving strangling women. He then went to a men- a men- several mental hospitals over the next three years. Uh, at the last of which he, uh, which was Stockdale State Hospital, um, a doctor Weiss wrote. He seems to be afraid of female of the female figure and cannot have intercourse with her, but must kill her before he can do it. Same the, for all except the last one. <laughs> I'm afraid of her. I cannot have intercourse with her. Period. Afraid That's of the female stop. figure. <laughs> That's all we need. Uh, so then that do- same doctor approved his release in April of 1963, despite the hospital staff saying, no, he has antisocial personality disorder. He needs to stay here. The, do- the doctor was like, no, nah, he's good. No, it's fine. Um, so once he was released, he moved to Dallas, Texas, where his brother Richard was living. There, he met an alcoholic stripper named Billy Whitworth, uh, though... This didn't change his perspective towards women. Every single name in this story is Billy ambiguous. Billy is so crazy. It's so, Billy. Laverne, <laughs> who is also Vesta. a man. <laughs> Vesta, Carol, <laughs> and Billy. Billy. We're on Billy now. Uh, so after two years, the marriage ended when Cole burned down a motel after convincing himself that Whitworth was having sex with men there. As a result... He was arrested for arson. Surprise! Uh, upon his release from prison, Cole attempted to strangle an 11-year-old girl in Missouri. Uh, he was arrested and sentenced to five years in prison. So basically, they were like, "You're doing some bad things, like Have lighting you ever a motel." A ghost. <laughs> Have you ever seen? I just one? wanted to do it while the lights turned out. Hey I mean, Google, turn on the lights. The glow from your computer makes me makes you look uh, very pasty. Hold on. What about now? Oh. No. <laughs> now I can't see you. 
This is an ambiance. Is it? This is a flavor. Okay. If if I'm just gonna turn it on automatic. Oh. Uh. Is that enough light? No. Keep going. Okay. Um. So after two years, no, I ever said that. Motherfucker. Oh, so yeah, he was sentenced to five years in prison. So he uh, burned down a motel and then choked a 11-year-old girl. And everyone was like, oh, yeah, you're fine. But And by that, I mean you serve seven years. Um, but like it was like, oh, it's just a casual thing. It's fine. Keep going. So after sentence was up, he moved to Nevada where he attempted to strangle two more women once again, he checked himself into a mental hospital. The doctors there noted his murderous fantasies, but still elected to detain him, not to de- detain him, and he was given a ticket back to San Diego. So they're like, oh yeah, you still want to murder women. And and we're okay with that. We're okay with that. Uh, go ahead and go back. And this is the 1960s where like lobotomy was still available. Uh, there was plenty of other practices. The mental hospitals in the 1960s, you could send them to a mental hospital and they would never be heard of again, essentially. I mean, look at uh, the Kennedy's daughter. They sent her, got her a, a lobotomy, sent her away, never heard from her again, essentially. So, I mean, this is, this was the time that they could have done that to him. But they were just like, no, no, you're fine, go. You want to murder people? Eh. Mm. Not our eh. prerogative. Yeah. Exactly. So, then he kills someone. Surprise. His first victim as an adult was uh, S.E.L. Buck, uh, who he had picked up in San Diego Tavern, in a San Diego Tavern on May 7th of 1971. He strangled her to death in his car and then drove her around with her, drove around with her body in the trunk before eventually dumping it. Two weeks later, he killed an unidentified woman and buried her in a wooded area. He later claimed that they had proven themselves unfaithful to their husbands, and so remind so it reminded him of his adulterous mother. Um, Let me seduce you. I don't think he seduced him. I think that he just hired them. To, I don't. I maybe their sex workers. I don't know. He, he apparently wrote about an autobiography, and I don't know. Well, if they're sex workers, then. Okay, but if he seduced them, I think a lot of them were were drunken, like either bar maidens, alcoholics, like something along the lines of like his own line, because he does later say that. But still seducing them. Oh yeah, I guess so. Mm. Yeah, come on, come home with me. Oh, okay. You should be ashamed of yourselves. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. What if I had just gotten murdered (laughs) during? <laughs> this podcast. I've been made listening me... to our podcast um, while you're exercising. No, well, yes, but also while I'm just like at the grocery store. Uh-huh. And you sit there. It's nice, <laughs> calm. I will. I. People think I'm crazy. I'm sure because I'm laughing at the gym. Like <laughs> I'm like on the bike. <laughs> Anyways, and I'm. It's not appropriate for all of those places, but I have headphones. Uh-huh. Um, but your laughter is appropriate for all the places. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know where I was going with that. Um, something about listening to the podcast and laughing about bad things happening to them. It was a callback moment. Oh, it was. It was a moment. So I said that. Uh, what if I like? Oh died. yeah, I was listening to it and I was like, you know, you would be dead 
Yeah. If you were gay in the forties, in the sixties, uh-huh. if you were if you were gay any time before nineteen eighty, you would have died. Uh-huh. Yeah, and that's true. And I stand by that. <laughs> and I stand by because we were talking about the 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 strangler. Yeah, they would have strangled you. So I just needed like a semi-attractive man to be like. Nope, hey. doesn't even have to be attractive. <laughs> oh my gosh, I don't remember any. Most of the time that I've hooked up with people when uh, I am intoxicated, uh, they have always been like way hotter than me. Yeah, and you I'm said like, that oh. on the podcast, and I didn't believe you. Oh, I still believe that. Like he was way hot. He was all, like, too all of hot them, for me. All of them have been too hot for me, and I'm like, oh, you guys really dripped your stand, dropped your standards, didn't you? I don't believe. <laughs> I just heard knocking. <laughs> oh no! Okay, it's happening. I don't believe they were attractive. One of them you set me up with. You and him. At, at Georgia's, that one guy that was trying to play pool with me, that was a long time ago, but... No. I don't... What's yeah, Georgia's? <laughs> exactly. Um, it's been three years of a pandemic. I don't remember what we used to do. Back in the day. Did we ever have fun? Did we have fun back in the day? <laughs> what was it like? Many, many moons ago. <laughs> back when you could just go to a bar and... Laugh and smile with people. And clack fans. No, all of our faces are covered. <laughs> oh my gosh. You could just see a baby's face in the bar. Uh, it's just everyone could pick their kids. You could just see a twink's face. <laughs> just just underage people that shouldn't be there smiling. Smiling and so happy. Yeah. Wow. That was the days. Days of our lives. That was a good one. That was a good one. That was a good one. Anyways, so, um... So, in July of 1973, Cole married a barmaiden named... Barmaiden? Ew. 1973, and they have barmaidens. Barmaidens. Named Diana Faye, a young love pastel. (laughs) That's a lot of names. Diana uh, Faye, Young Love, Pashal. Uh-huh. But she was also an alcoholic. Well, I think that Faye is a nickname. Maybe. <laughs> Diana, Diana Faye maybe was like one name. Young Love was a middle name. And then Pashal, no. Young Love is a family name. That's probably the yeah. you know, Faye nickname, though. So uh, they argued and fought constantly. Uh, and Cole regularly went off. <laughs> is this Megan? Do you? Do you? <laughs> Do you? <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, so Cole would regularly go off on his own for days at a time. During that time, sis, he would go off. Go off, off. Uh, during that time, he would commit murder <laughs> while he was away, including one woman he allegedly cannibalized to a degree. Um, love. Is that what you said? No, I said. Uh. Oh, I said love. I was like. Love that. Love yes. it. Love it. Use this work. Um, so in September of 1979, Cole strangled Peshaw to death. Uh, this a suspicious neighbor called the police eight days later. Uh, but although they found Peshaw's body wrapped in a blanket, stuffed in a closet, they were like, "Oh no, she died of heavy drinking." And Cole was released without charge after questioning. 
Your body was wrapped in a blanket stuffed in a closet. She was cold and they when were like, she died. And, and she just died from heavy drinking. That's it. Put another blanket on her. Exactly. Um, yeah. So Cole then left San Diego and, and uh, started moving around again. Uh, in 1979, he met uh, Marie Cushman in a bar in Las Vegas. That same evening, the two went to a motel where they had sex, and then he killed her by strangulation. Following the Las Vegas killing, he returned to Dallas, where he fatally strangled three more women in November of 1980. Uh, he was a suspect in the second of these killings and was also found on the scene of the third murder. He was arrested and held in custody. The police then, then came to the con- conclusion that the victim had probably died from natural causes, and Cole was about to be ruled up as ruled out as a suspect entirely before he was like, no, no I, I did killed it. her. And confess to all the other killings. Because this is the first they didn't want to do it anymore. Exactly, and this is the first time that he's like actually like in like hardcore custody. So he was like, "No, I fucking did it. Like, take care of this." Um, Cole claimed that he had murdered at least fourteen women over the previous nine years. Although he added that there were many, there may have been more that he couldn't remember exactly because usually he was drunk when he committed these crimes. So he was like, I could have been blackout when these things were happening and I have no idea who I murdered or where they are. So, always a possibility. Uh, so on April 9th of 1981, Cole was convicted of three murders of the, uh, three murders, uh, three of the murders committed in Texas. He was sentenced to life in Huntsville Prison. In 1984, Cole's mother died, and his attitude was reported to have changed. Once he found out his mom was died, apparently he like was just like change of heart, uh, happier. Apparently, uh, he agreed to face further murder charges filed in Nevada, uh, even though it could possibly mean the death penalty. In uh, February of 1984, Cole was extradited to Nevada, where he was tried and convicted for strangulation deaths of two women in 1977 and 1979. The uh, in October of 1984. Cole was sentenced to death in Nevada when he was, uh, when he was, when his sentencing was passed, he said, thank you, judge. Like, he was ready. <laughs> like, thank you for, for stopping this. Uh, anti-death penalty campaigners such as the ACLU uh, tried to have a sentence commuted, but Cole was like, no, 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 no. So he, he himself was like, stop doing that. Like, I need to be dead, essentially. Um Cole was then executed by lethal injection in Nevada State Prison in on December of uh, December sixth of nineteen eighty five. So what I said like earlier about being sad about this, like this man literally took himself to uh, mental health institutes several times, saying like I need help. I literally had these these urges to kill people before he killed someone. He went to to three different mental health hospitals and said I need help. I want to kill people, and everyone was like, No, you're okay. Go away. Like, and even against other people who who looked at his charts and, like, were with him. And they were like, no, he needs to be here. And the the doctors were like, no, you're, you just go. And he literally was asking for help. So uh, we we always talk about mental health being, like, a major, like, thing on this podcast. And this man was literally a serial killer who advocated for himself. And still didn't get the help he needed to, and then still killed people. And I, like I said, I never feel bad for for serial killers. But this was an instance that was like a like he literally was trying to not be a fucking murderous person, and he still didn't get the help that he needed to, and so he killed people. 
Uh, and I don't feel bad for him, but at the same time, it was like a, he was asking for help. And our country and our health system fucking failed this man. Because uh, it could have stopped a lot and failed all the people he killed because he could have been stopped, essentially. So that was a a, a lot to research today. <laughs> yeah. Because it, like, it will never feel bad for a serial killer. But at the same time, he was a serial killer who was saying, I have this problem. I need help. And not a single person helped him. And he tried to look for help. He got help. And it didn't work. It didn't work. <clears throat> hmm. It was crazy. Isn't that crazy? After 140 weeks of us doing this, and I found this, and I'm like, what the fuck? This man literally was like, I want to kill people. And they're like, nah, you're okay. I mean, have you just thought about not doing that? Just, That's what these doctors basically said. It. Like, just, oh, you don't need to do that, right? You don't need to, to kill people. No. And they just didn't care. They just didn't care. Hmm. Mm. Mm. But also, it was a good one, but also kept it short for you to talk about your... Uh... Well, I'm ready because you were late. Oh, man. Okay. You were late. I'm late. Um, yeah. So let's just get to it, <laughs> bitch. Let's get into it. What are we talking about this week, Spencer? The conspiracy theory iceberg. Oh, my God. But it's a different tier. Oh, my God. We made seven. it. So tier seven uh-huh. is the interdimensional monk. Oh, boy. Did I tell you the title of it last time? I, I feel like so. I did. Um, anyways, the interdim- interdimensional monk sees the whole picture and is able to discern reality from unreality. That this person who's at this level of conspiracy, they're like, they yeah, are I the know interdimensional. What's, what's real and not. Yes. Uh, because of their nature and the mixture of entries around this tier, it's really varied and one and very difficult to understand. The ways of entry. No, the mixture of entries. Mixtures of, of entries. Things. The list. Oh. Um, I also uh, <clears throat> cheated a bit today. So, did you know? No. <laughs> you can pull transcripts from YouTube. I did not. You can. And I did. <laughs> yes! So, the one, the videos that I watched... So, us cheating on Wikipedia is, is fun. I'm now cheating you on YouTube, YouTube now. I didn't know they had that. That's awesome. Uh-huh. I also would love to find out if they actually... Because, like, there's plenty of transcripts that, like... Oh, they, I mean, they're auto-generated. So yeah, yeah. It's so like, they're, they're pizza raw. is fun for uh-huh. everyone mm-hmm. to enjoy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, I hope they're all wrong when you're like... What is this? Well, I read over it. Oh, okay. For the most part. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Um, mm. Yes, I can do that. But we'll start with Aztec Theogony. Aztec Theogony. So like, yeah, Aztec. Uh, Aztec. Aztec Theogony. Uh, refers to the characters and themes from the Aztec religion. Uh, the conspiracy varies from province to province um, based on the religion, but the basics of the Aztec religion center around two primary gods, and or a god and a goddess. Um, and they say that at the beginning, beginning of time, 
the goddess dropped a knife from heaven to earth and opened up the earth. Oh my god. Choices. Oh, really? Wooby. Wooby win. Wooby grape flute. Love it. Um, opened up the, the earth and she sent down 1,600 fallen gods. Um, and they came to earth and they were like, cool, wh- what do we do now? <laughs> um, and so they were like, first thing we got to do, kill everything that's here already. Mm-hmm. Called in a large flood. Love it. Second thing they did, one of the gods was like, let me go down to hell. I oh. got to, uh, maybe there's something down there that could be of use to us. So they went down there and he got a bone um, and he was like, this she got a bone. <laughs> he got a bone, girl, this, girl, this is bone. This bone. Um, and so he got this bone and this bone is supposed to make the gods like more powerful or something, but he dropped oh, it. Oh, a bone. Oh, he dropped it. He dropped it and it broke into a million pieces. Oh, great. And those bone fragments turned into what? Humans. So Mama, we're bones. we're from bones. We're bone from hell. We're bones from hell. Bone from hell. Um, <laughs> don't interrupt me when I'm looking for my denim. <laughs> uh, so he dropped the bone and it's a million pieces. They become humans, and the humans serve the gods, the fallen gods. So at this time there was only darkness, and so one of the gods was like, "Wouldn't it be cool if we could like all see each other?" So so there's a million bones and humans are just out there, and they're like, "It's dark." Yeah, so the god was like, hold on. Built a bonfire, and he was like, I need one of you to get in here so I can light this shit on fire, and we're going to sacrifice you. And so one of them was like, totally, I'm down. Gets in the thing. Lights on fire. What does that person become? The The sun. sun. So they killed him, and then they're like, let me launch you in the fucking... (laughs) You're the sun now. You're the sun now. Um, And so the theory is... uh, strange because a lot of those things relate back to christianity yeah the big flood the sending down of angels or gods um uh, one of the gods going to hell to retrieve something a lot of does that happen in christianity yes a lot of things are um parallel to christianity you think it was a flood i don't know but the Aztecs are like one of the furthest away early uh, civilizations. Oh, Max, yeah, but yeah. So, how do they know? How do they have similar stories to Abrahamic religions that well, are from. The Aztecs actually came in, in contact with, with Christianity. If it was like old. But this is, this is their original oh, creationism okay. If, story. If, okay, fine. Maybe. Don't try to fucking. <laughs> Don't come from my <laughs> bitch. <laughs> I think it's strange. Wouldn't you drink your drink? <sighs> um, uh, the parrot. So the parrot is gay. Doesn't belong on this level. Oh, okay. The parrot is something that we've all heard. So it's a throw-off topic. So basically, we've all heard stories about like ooh. The, somebody was burgling this person's house, and then the parrot was like, mm, "Get out of here!" Oh yeah, and or uh, "Ooh, you're so sexy." The cheating husband thing, mm. or it's just parrots revealing things. There's always a things. parrot there, yeah. Yeah. Um, so this entry suggests that when it's when you're researching things, it's important to get many sources because a lot of those things are just 
Parrots. Parrots. Parrots is there. A red herring, if uh-huh. you will. Yeah. Red herring. That's a fish too. Birds are also bird fish. fish. <laughs> bird fish, bitch. I don't know why I said two, but <laughs> why are there's not there's a dog fish, a cat fish. Why no bird fish? <laughs> you also heard that noise. It's fun. <laughs> they decided on flying fish instead mm-hmm. of bird fish. Lion fish. They had those lion two. fish. Seahorse fish. Seahorse. Seahorse. Uh, swordfish. Sword. Uh, yeah. They're they're shaped like swords. Yeah. Um, Um, Manatees are humans. They they got knees. They were called mermaids for a while. Mm -hmm. Look how beautiful they are. Really gorgeous. I love (laughs) their. Their I love their shiny skin. Luscious locks and Mm. giant breasts and big lips. Big lips for kissing Uh, and whiskers. (laughs) They're hairy mustaches. They're hairy mustaches. Um, <laughs> real dowsing and rhabdomancy. Rhabdomancy. So I'm sure you'll remember dowsing. Give me some context. It's the act of like having a stick or a rod or something and being like, where's the water? Oh, yeah, like, yeah, Like pointing yeah. around to find yeah. these waters. And like you're supposed to, like the ringing is supposed to like help you do something, right? Yeah. Yeah. And like it helps you find oil or something buried underground. Yeah, 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 yeah. So rhabdomancy is the act of using an upright rod or stick, like placing it upright, the long the, the end. The forks, yeah. Up in the air. Um, and saying like, if it falls to the right, it's a yes. If it falls to the left, it's a no. Well, what's right and left? I mean, like if you're your actual looking, right and left. Well, yeah, but if you're looking at it, yeah, that's how you use it. Yeah. Okay. So you're like, should I, should I have another candy? Mm. I put the stick in the air. If it goes right, yes. If it goes, if it goes left, yes. If it goes right, no. Okay. And then you drop it, and whichever happens, it's that's the answer. So this suggests that um, it was a witchcraft. Or a form of divination. To do that? Yeah. That's literally just like where you land it and like what angle you're dropping. I mean, it's a game of chance, but people said that, oh, wow. Oh, how would you know? Oh, my God. Okay. And you also, don't like only, that one? No, because it, like it, what if the where you draw, like let's say you're outside in your front lawn. Your front lawn is not flat. So if you dropped it and like you're looking across your front lawn... It dropped, it's like, oh, it's always going to fall. Like, let's say you're looking, you know, this way across your lawn. It's always going to fall left. Cause Not if I hit it the other a, way. For, it's a downhill. Well, don't put it on a hill then. How do you know this? Duh. Oh, my God. How do you know this? Not always going to be. Whatever. Continue. Um, Faust is nonfiction. Um, so have you ever heard of, it's a famous play or a poem about a guy named Johann Faust? Anyways, this is a short synopsis of Faust. So uh, this is the short story. Uh, Faust is bored and depressed with his life as a scholar. After an attempt to take his own life, he calls on the devil for further knowledge and the magic powers which indulge all, all the pleasures and knowledge of the world. In the response, the devil representative, Mephistopheles, appears uh, and makes a bargain with Faust. 
Mephistopheles will serve Faust with his magic powers for a set number of years, but at the end of the term, the devil will come to claim Faust's soul, and Faust will be internally enslaved. During the term of the bargain, Faust makes use of Mephistopheles, Mephistopheles in various ways. Um, in Goeth's drama and many subsequent versions of the story, Mephistopheles helps Faust seduce a, a beautiful and innocent girl named Gretchen, whose life Gretchen. is... A beautiful. Beautiful name. Uh, who is uh, ultimately destroyed when she gives birth to Faust's bastard son. Uh, realizing this unholy act, she drowns the child and herself is, and is held for murder. Uh, however, Gretchen's innocence saves her in the end, and she enters heaven after execution. Um, in another rendition, Faust is saved by God via his constant striving in combination with Gretchen's pleading in God, with God in the form of the eternal feminine. However, in the early tales, Faust is irrevocably corrupted and can, believes his sins cannot be forgiven. When the term ends, the devil comes and carries him off to hell. So, it's all of those stories of, like, made a deal with the devil uh -huh. to become famous, or made a deal with the devil to have this woman fall in love with me, or whatever. Um, so, the theory of this one is suggests that it's true. That Faust was a man... Uh, who made a deal with the devil and became a famous alchemist or an, and a necromancer. Um, but all of these kind of deal with the devil things, it suggests that they're true. Yeah. So, you know, Make the devil went down devil. to Georgia. He, he was looking for a soul to steal. Devil did go down to Georgia. He was looking for that soul to steal. Do you think he did? Yeah, it's those three guys. Oh, yeah. They're, they're the in devil. jail. They're the devil and they in jail. They're in prison, honey. Mm-hmm. Prison, honey. Pr honey? Prison. Honey! Prison. 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 Happy prison to them. Happy prison to them. Enjoy your what? time in prison, What a boys. crazy thing. <laughs> well, you researched the topic, so it's very important. It's a good closure. Oh, yeah, I mean, it. yeah, the McMichaels and whatever the other guys is something... I, the one who... who uh, Doherty or something. Yeah, the one who videoed the, it. The three men that murdered uh, Maud Arbery mm -hmm. are in jail forever. Prison. Fuck them. Gone. Fuck them. For life, mama. You murdered someone. And a hate someone. crime, too. Fuck them. You em. murdered someone for a hate crime, and mama, you got it. <laughs> Congratulations. Con congratulations. Mm. Period. <laughs> Bitch. Enjoy it. Um, hyper sigils. Uh huh. Have you heard of a hyper sigil? Have you no, heard of I'm a sigil? Scared. No. So, a sigil is a symbol in witchcraft for you to be able to um, place a hex, and so the sigil will be like a voodoo doll or something like that, something that resembles a person, or their name can be a sigil. There's a Pokemon called Sigilift. Does it look the like Sigilift? look like a voodoo doll no it looks like a bird oh but that's crazy <laughs> pokemon is crazy they got lots of uh, uh they relate to the world and then yeah that's what i'm saying pokemon is crazy because it does fucking let me let me create this thing that that everyone is scared of <laughs> turn into a fucking nightmare pokemon that's and then fine. everybody loves it everyone loves cute. it it's so cute it's a little pokemon um, so hyper sigils is the idea. So say that I was writing a book about you. Mm. 
Not a good book. And I went, yeah, no, it wouldn't be. Um, so <laughs> I went be a back sad, in. Sad, sad. Really sad. Book. I go back in time, like five years, uh-huh. and I write the book, like word for word, your daily life, like it's your diary for the last five years. Uh-huh. And so now I'm still writing in it, but I start to change the story about, like, so you had food poisoning. I write in there, Chris had a great week. No, I didn't. And instead of having the food poisoning, you have a great week. And then I say, Chris becomes more and more anxious over time. So you're to the writing point a where book about me in the past that changed no, no. my life. No, no. I've been current. writing it. I've been writing it uh-huh. the whole time. And But now I've decided to be like, let me give Chris... Uh, I'm going to just start to make my character that is Chris in the book uh, progressively more anxious until he goes crazy and has to go into a, into a, a mental hospital. So you're like a week ahead of me? Is that the idea? No, I'm writing it verbatim as you're living your life. Uh-huh. But I'm adding things in that are perhaps wouldn't have happened if I weren't writing it. So the sigil is you, and it's like a voodoo doll. You know how you poke the voodoo uh-huh. doll. But instead, I'm writing it. Oh. Whoever's doing this, do better. Who knows if anyone's writing a sigil about you. Baby, the idea that we're all in a fucking Marvel also blows my mind. Mm. Mm. Oh. Mm. Oh. 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 Um, Amazon Forest was built. So, unlike uh, most forests or wooden areas in the Amazon, um, or most wooded areas or forests, and the Amazon is pretty flat. Yes. Which is not common for rainforests. Because well, it's been a floodplain for thousands of years. Tens of thousands of years. So, oh boy. if you look at all the other ones, there's always hills and elevation changes where the Amazon forest is really flat. Um <clears throat> For this reason, it's thought that the ancient tribes of the area did not uh, do agriculture with standard crops the way that we do. Um, No, they didn't. They harvested from the forest. Yeah, so they planted the trees. They would harvest the wood from the trees and sap and water and fruits from the trees in order to, in the way that we do with like corn or something like that. Because whenever we look at the cities that are located in the rainforest and how there's an abundance of biodiversity in the trees and flora of the area... And as you leave the city, it becomes more and more sparse. It implies the existence of garden cities that used to exist as a means of agriculture, and then the trees naturally populated. So there's a very good chance that a lot of it, if not the majority of the rainforest, was planted by humans, and then it just grew out. I could believe that. That's not crazy. Actually, I would love to believe that. It's That's what we should be doing right we now. Sh- we should absolutely be doing that. Hundred percent is be building things around trees and gardens and forests and whatnot. Something that is gonna give a bountiful harvest of some sort. But that that's actually a gorgeous idea. That's not a crazy conspiracy. That's a, a, a ideal. That's a heartwarming kind of story. Like a oh Jesus, that's gorgeous. Building like, your own forest. Build your own fucking forest and build a. Uh, biodiversity around that that's gorgeous that kind of got me a little teary-eyed that that's a beautiful idea the idea of like hey we need this it like we have this beautiful like land that is being built by us by this this rain this uh uh 
the, uh, this river that's just pouring out this this porous lifeblood, essentially just like porous, heavy silt that we can plant on and just make gorgeous uh, forests. Forests and whatever we need from it and whatever we plant just grows abundantly. So let's build a, a little minor cities around all these things. That's gorgeous. Why the fuck not? Instead, what we took was build cities and and farm it for all its and fucking... get shit from underground and burn it. Burn it exactly. So yeah, yeah. I like that one. That's I like nice one. that one. Makes me feel good because there are some on here that really make me feel nice. Yes, this, this was a, a feel good situation. Uh, there's not. There's some that are not though. Yeah, of course. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> Gatekeepers remorse. Um, so, Gatekeeper's Remorse is a reading list that's been floating around on the internet for a few years. So, gatekeepers um, are people that write about these things, and um, <clears throat> they have conspiracy theories, and they claim to be working for the truth, but they're actually trying to push push people away from the actual truth. They're trolls. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, in the sense of, like, you know... People are looking for secrets of humanity, and and the the gatekeepers like, you don't. You it's can't God, yeah. Or it's the secret to having a happy life is having lots of friends and and just living with people and and doing your best instead of it being like, no, it's aliens. But they they're trying to keep you from the truth. In the idea in the truth is being aliens yeah, or exactly. lizard people. Exactly. And they're like, what if you just lived your life every day and had a good time? Uh huh. And so the gatekeepers do that, and then um, they write all these. They spend all their time writing these books for higher powers, and um, the remorse is implying that these people are guilty about leading people in the wrong direction. Yeah, <laughs> does it? I could could believe there are people who have experienced uh, knowledge of other things, and they're like, "Oh, let me tell you, this is not right." Like. Yeah, I can mm. believe that. Uh, Broder's engine is essentially a, a is essentially a schematic for an infinite infinite energy machine. So it's you know those flashlights that you shake up and it has the magnet and the the copper coils. Yeah. So this one is um, saying that if you had that, but you placed them on a lever. So it's like something that rocks like it's that. Daughter, and it's all yeah. coils, 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 and a magnet, and just goes back and forth. And you used it, the power that it creates from the initial push to make the magnet go to power itself, then it, it continues on forever. Uh-huh. So it's passing through these coils. And, um, I mean, if you put it on an entire, like a big grid of it's creating all this power... It only needs, like, I don't know, what's a small amount of power to rock the lever? Whatever hits it, yeah. And then well, whatever the, energy the is those, extra. Those, those balls that people always have on their desks. You take one ball, and, like, the energy you have to pull that out and let it go, the energy for it to keep going back and forth, it doesn't stop going back and forth. That energy keeps pushing back forth. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a perpetual it's a perpetual machine. Yeah. And they're saying that it could be the answer to energy crises. Yeah, but energy is, it's not, 
And they're saying also that it's big oil out there being like, no, you can't, you can't do, do that. that. I mean, I'm not trying to be big oil saying that. It's just energy, I guess. Yeah, I mean, if you're hitting it. Because energy can't can't be created nor destroyed. Like, it's just like, it's there. Well, it's saying that the energy to run the machine is minute compared to the energy it creates. Yeah. And so if you have it on a feedback loop to, to power itself for that minute, tiny fraction of a percentage of energy to run itself... It just keeps going. It just keeps going and going. That's true. And so if it keeps going and going, then it doesn't ever stop, and you don't ever lose. Yeah, okay. You don't ever run out of power. That's true. Okay, Ericot, listen. <laughs> Come on, Greg Abbott. Go I'm ahead. not an engineer. I'm engineer. Not an engineer. Engineer. Um, Shauna Assam. So in 2009, we're very familiar with this here. Oh, absolutely. I was a junior in high school. I was a senior. Oh, yeah, because you're a year older than me. I'm not a year older than you. A full year older than me. No. A full year. How's 30 coming this year, I'm coming this year. It's me. How's 30 right now? Feeling fresh and fun. (laughs) It's the same, isn't it? It's no different. No fucking different. No. Uh, I think after like 25, 24, things are pretty much the same for the rest of your life. But I will also celebrate every single year of my fucking birthday because... Oh, great. Don't celebrate the whole month. No, I absolutely will. Uh, Birthdays are fucking important to me. They always have been. And birthdays should always be important to every single person. If you do not celebrate your birthday, I want to ask you why... Because also, this is the year that you were born. This is the month, the day that you were born. You made it a full year around the fucking sun. There are 7 billion people on the earth. Do you uh-huh. think that day is so, so special for you? I think it, No, I don't think a day is per, personally special for me. I think that day is personally special, special for everyone who is born on a June 12th. Burn. Burn on a June 12th. I think it's a very important day. Uh, for June 12th, people. But also, every single day that you're born is also very important. Because uh, you're... Hold on. Let I'm going to say something this. controversial and brave. That's fine. Go ahead uh, after I tell you this. No. Uh, I'm going to say it right now. Every day is your day. Stop. But also, <laughs> your day is your birthday. Because your birthday, you were born, you made it a full uh, a little circle around the earth and uh, the sun. Uh, on this fucking little little muddy, you ran around the entire <laughs> earth. You did it. Uh, the this little muddy ball that's floating around. Is it Megan? Oh, Be unique. The flight. You booked the flight. You booked that flight. Mm, where are you going? Um. <laughs> I I imagine <laughs> either Dallas or Atlanta or mm. Denver first. That's all, honestly a start. Those are all uh, great connecting flights. Um, anyway, so uh, my stick on birthdays. Uh, celebrate your birthday because your birthdays are important. You literally lived uh, a full fucking year. And you think, like, oh, I lived another year. Uh, a lot of people don't. Uh, you get to celebrate a full year um, 
and other people either don't get to celebrate that and uh, don't have the opportunity or don't get the opportunity to do it. So if it's your birthday, let us know. We want to celebrate your birthday. You heard it here first, folks. Send you us your birthdays we will, and we'll give you a personalized I will shout give out. You a, I full ass will give you a personalized shout I love birthdays. If I have a full list of 10,000 listeners, because we do not have any, but if I have 10,000 listeners that need a birthday shout out, I will sit there and I will make a podcast and say, I'm going to read every single person's name and say it's your birthday. So let me know what your birthday is, and I will give it to you because birthdays are that important to me. Birthdays, you made it a full fucking round around the sun. You did it. You lived your life, and I love life is beating you down, beating down every single human being. We made it. Anyways, continue. Thank you. Yeah, I'm just go for it, girl. You got it. Um. So in 2009. Uh, 28-year-old Shauna Assam suffered an asthma attack while she was in Memphis, Tennessee. She went down to the doctor and was like, I got this asthma attack. And they were like, hold on, bitch. We got steroids. Um, let me give them to you. And so she went home after getting the steroids, and she was like, everything's cool. Uh, but then she started itch everywhere. Oh. All over her body. Oh, itchy. Um, so see, she soon started developing scabs all over her skin on her legs. Huh. Um, and then her skin began to get darker. And then the doctors were like, huh, well, that's weird. <laughs> um, Surprise. And they were like, maybe you have staph. Or maybe you got eczema. I don't know. And so they were like, um, let's just give you some antibiotics, see if we can't figure this shit out. And so then she was on antibiotics. Um, and they were like, it'll go away. And so she she was like, okay. And then she went to a dermatologist about it. Um, and they were like, no, no, this is really weird. Because looking close up at you, um, every hair follicle that you have is producing about 12 times the amount of skin that it's supposed to. Um, and it's making really l- large calluses everywhere on your body. Your hair is, your hair is making skin. Your hair is making skin that is thick enough to be a nail. Um, and to this day, no one knows what happened. And I believe she died. We have not, like, nothing. We don't have a consequential death certificate for her. What the fuck? But her hair created skin. That was as thick as your nails. His nails. Well, your yeah, I mean, hair, hair and nails are the same uh, compound. Yeah. What the fuck? But how, how old was she? Twenty-eight. So she went her entire life before her her genes decided to switch like that. And be like, let's now, fuck it let's, up. Yeah. All because like hair hair is the same. Uh, made made similarly than your nails are. It's keratin. Yeah. I mean, it's made different ways, but yes, it's keratin. Um, and so her body just went into overdrive and decided to turn all of her body's hair, which your body grows hair everywhere. You like? Not me. Hmm. Well, no, me. 
Your entire yeah. body has hair everywhere. Um, even the places you think there's like, oh, it's there's hair, there's hair there. Fingertips. Hair. You have no. hair. You do have hair in your fingertips. Nope. We smell, doesn't smell like it. it doesn't smell like head and shoulders. <laughs> you, oh my god. Um, so that's insane, but not unbelievable that like genetics and and weird things like that could happen. Also, not weird that she was twenty eight and because uh, your body can change genetics in an instant. It lit like the nature versus nurture argument cracks me up because it's not there's not nurture like I can't change this. But like your your biological your behavior outside of in the world can change certain things in your genetics. So that's fucking crazy. So she got a switch in her genetic code, and that's what happened. I'm just saying I don't know what's in the vaccine, mm. so I'm not going to take it. Jesus Christ! But I've had three. You've had three. I've had two. Oh, two, because you had only a J and J. You had the J and J. I had the, I had this, I had the uh, one and done situation. The exclusive, oh, pre-released, never to be released uh. again. Now it's in the vaults. One of my friends texted me. It was like, "Oh, I got the fourth vaccine." I'm like, "Who?" The- I'm gonna get. I, I'll get another. Girl, one. just cho- I absolutely would get an, another one. I will get a vaccine until I fucking die. Uh, th- this was like a. They were like, oh, yeah, I just, I, I got the third, she got the third one because she was uh, immune deficient. And then she got the fourth, uh, she got a booster. And I was like, are you supposed to do that? And she's like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, all right, mama. Just fuck it up. Just fuck, fuck it up. Be protected, mama. Get it. Um, <clears throat> This one is uh, controversial. Controversial. So it says that Jews were f- forced to be in power uh, because the aliens made Jewish people to be the prison wardens of our planetary jail. Why? I don't know. I don't want to talk about that one anymore. No. I don't think it makes any sense. Well, I mean, the idea of it was that... I don't know what the No, it's all, it's all racist. It's all racism. But I don't understand what the big hoopla is to be racist against Jewish people. The the It's, it's all history. It, like, And I'm not defending it at and all. I, don't, I mean, <laughs> I don't think about things that happened... More than a hundred years ago. No, th- I'm talking they do like not this is like three thousand years ago. More Who than that. Who gives yeah, a exactly. shit? Just get over it. But but the fact that this has happened for Jewish people for thousands of years, Jew- Jewish people have been in discrimination for four thousand years. Yeah, over, over that, like. Since just, the creation of the Bible. Yeah, exactly. Which who knows when that was created anyway. Man. Before that, even before that, like Jewish people were uh, like Yahweh in Egypt. Like it was a whole like I mean, this is a whole situation. How can you tell the difference? You, you How can. do you even know if someone's you, Jewish? Why the fuck does it matter? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Every single for at this point, we have religions abound beyond what you just knew in Egypt and at Jerusalem. Which was a tiny portion of a fucking massive earth. And now from from Jerusalem and Egypt, we have three major religions that apparently rule everything. But Hinduism, Buddhism, and every other religion in the fucking world apparently doesn't matter anymore. But whatever. Here Go off, sis. Go off, sis. Um, appendix, monksy, appendix monkey tail. <clears throat> 
is saying that perhaps our appendix operates in the same way that our monkey tail would. Um, it's believed that our tailbone is a product of what now we would call the ves- vestigial organ. Vestigial organ, yeah. Um, or an organ that we don't need. Um, uh-huh. And so... <clears throat> Whales, they have fingertips. They do. In their fins, they and have fingertips. they're very delicate. They are um, assists. And I want to paint them. They have hips and they have fingertips. <clears throat> Manatee's got knees. They yes, Yeah. Um, so the appendix was used as sort of like a digestive reboot uh, or a means of completely flushing the body system um, if it was too backed up with like plant matter or bones or something. Birds. We're birds. Burbs. Burbs. Um, so it would be, yeah, it'd be like all this shit in our body. It would be like the, the, the appendix would be like, oh, you have a you have a blockage? Let me take it. Whoosh. Let me eat it. Let me get rid of it for you. The appendix is full of poison. And yeah. The appendix is just like, let me eat it. I'll just use poison to skills it. Whatever you got that I don't that you don't like, I'll Let's eat it. Melt that shit, bitch. Nah. And now we don't use it so much, but for anything, anything. So it's saying that that maybe that's what it was used for. This and our gallbladder. Gallbladder does uh, a little bit. It's like bile creation. It creates bile, and uh, which bile. Burns the stomach it, and burns things. It burns things that the stomach can't deal with. But your pancreas and liver can. Your mostly your liver can deal with that. So why do you need the gallbladder anymore? Ooh. Yeah, exactly. My gallbladder is gone, but I still have fucking aspirin flow. Um, concrete <laughs> enemas. Oh, I think you should get one. You don't need to put concrete in my butt. Yeah. So, according to the theory, there is a, a it, concrete enemas are used as a rite of passage in several secret societies. Um, the reason for this is an unholy amount of people report to the emergency room every year because of concrete in their rectum. Um, and they perform it to join this cult, but, or, or society, um, but then... They don't know what to do afterwards. And so, it is a surprising... I don't know what the exact amount is, but it is a significant amount of people go to the emergency room with concrete in their butt. So people, people put... Concrete in their butt. To create forms of their butt. And they're ex- expecting to get get it out. Uh huh. I won't lie. This sounds like uh, this sounds like gay people <laughs> trying to do. No, hold on. Hear me out. This sounds like gay people trying to create plaster forms. Butt injections. Yes. No. This <laughs> no. This sounds like people trying to form uh, dildos for their partner. No, uh, flashlights. Flashlights, dildos, whatever it is. Plaster forms and just going poorly. I'm not blaming it only on gay people. I, anyone who I wants, will blame gay people for everything. I, would, I always blame gay people. That's, yeah, I don't. I don't like that one at all. I I'll, I will blame gay people for that one, because uh, also I've heard plenty of stories about people putting things up their butthole, 
Um, like glass and things. Glass, pickles. Uh, pickles? D- pickles! Girl, I'm serious. There are gays that put everything in the hole and then end up in the fucking hospital. And I'm like, please protect yourself. Please also be careful when you're doing those stupid things. I mean, if you're not going to find a, a man to put something up your butt... How much does a dildo cost? 20 bucks? Yeah, you can get them on Amazon now very cheaply. But, damn. Anyway. Anyways. The dog suicide bridge. Um, so there's a bridge in Overton. Uh, a bridge, Overton Bridge in Midland, Scotland. Milton, Scotland. Um, and ever since the 1960s, lots of dogs have jumped off the bridge um, to die. It's about 50 feet off the ground, and it really doesn't make sense for dogs to commit suicide because it's not they're not animals that do that. Uh-uh. Um, and so it's, it's done at such a rate that um, dogs walking beneath the bridge will climb to the top and just jump off. And if they live, they climb all the way back up and jump off again. Oh, my God. Um, the primary theory that scientists have had around the areas that um, perhaps there there were several minks uh, nesting underneath the bridge and their scent made the dogs go crazy to try to go find them. Um, but it, it doesn't make sense why jogs, a dog would go and jump and then come back up and jump again. Um, and there's a lot of different theories ranging from demonic to spiritual of why I these dogs are doing yeah. it. Um, but... Yeah. Oh, dogs suicide on this bridge in Scotland. Dogs have been noted to not ever be... Uh, Suicidal. Su- ever, yeah. I mean, Kennedy doesn't get near anything that makes him scared. Uh-huh. So, I couldn't imagine. Oh, you know what? I'm just going to jump off this fucking bridge. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. It's a no for me. Post-war Buddhism? or pro-war Buddhism, um, is the fact that throughout history there have been different cases of Buddhists becoming pro-war or pro-defense in order to protect themselves. Buddhists are traditionally known as very hardcore pacifists uh, all the way into the face of death, or at least traditional Buddhist monks are. Um, are. Uh, while it's well known that in South Vietnam around 1963, Whenever there was heavy Buddhist oppression occurring, the area uh, Buddhists began to make very open protests and shut down motorways. Um, and in response, uh, lots of people killed them uh, in the Vietnamese regime. Um, it, and uh, then they were like, no. Uh. Um, in Thailand in 2004, several Buddhist monks were attacked and killed by Muslim attackers. And in response to this, um, they began to arm themselves. Now, traditionally, Buddhist beliefs are they're completely shunned uh, from owning weapons, um, but they would work around it in certain ways, like a Buddhist monk cannot be a member of the military. However, Thai military could become a Buddhist monk. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they would suspend all these enlistment programs in which you could become a part of the military, but not really part of the military. So they would be like in between... But all these army members would join monk ranks in order to protect the monks. I can believe that. 
Yeah, I mean, that's not unbelievable to that's, me. Because, I mean, there's a point, like, you're sitting there with guns pointed at your face. And like, you just had enough. I mean, it's your fucking religion, and it's your fucking, it, like... It, I mean, if if the per, if the Buddhist monks have been known to, like, light themselves on fire, that's their choice. Exactly. Not somebody be, have a gun to your head and be like... But Stop guns, believing. Guns were not around in the under AD whenever uh, Buddhism, was, Buddhism created. was created. So guns are here now, and Buddhism has to defend itself in some way, shape, or form. So if you're, yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, cloud forming or cloud a cloud farming or cloud seeding uh, is totally real. Oh, we've yes. all realized by now. Uh, pumping stuff into the atmosphere to create clouds oh i talked about this i think a couple times on this podcast is, mm-hmm. is the i in my in uh uh our community in shirts uh sued the city about the idea that they were were trying to pump because there's a drought in san antonio and then all of a sudden clouds and uh destroyed half the city yeah because so then we sued because they were trying to do that. I mean, yeah. Th- I mean, this was written in 2017, and we've all figured out that people that is a possibility. You can create clouds. Yeah. Um, limbic brain uh, is often used as an excuse of why some people do things they do, or whenever they see the, whatever. Blah. So why people do things that they do whenever we're comfortable, happy, and accepted in the situation. Uh, we operate using our prefrontal cortex. Uh, it's part of the brain that's commonly associated with reason and complex through patterns. However, setting just below our prefrontal cortex is something called the limbic brain. Um, is the system that derives on emotions and instinct. Whenever we're operating off of it, we're much more manic and reactive. So it's more of our animal brain or okay. our, our id or id. Um, so it, it's our fight or flight response. Um, so it's saying that whenever you're happy, you're part of a group and you, or you're content, you're thinking logically. And whenever you're alone or depressed or unsure of your purpose in life, you're thinking emotionally. Um, and this is when your limbic brain will take control. Um, and so that's why some people who are maybe depressed or unhappy, will be more reactive yeah than people that are not so what, what does that say about like um like a uh, like introvert versus extrovert this is the reason why i ask is like my friend Alyssa, she's very much like and i love her to death is just like she's quiet she loves to like be by herself she gets a little bit of, of uh like social attention but like that's it and like she's happy but then, like me, I, I like have to have like social interaction all the time, and like I get my little bit of like by myself time. That's fine. But all the rest of like I need attention. What is that? It's just saying that she uses a different part of her brain than you do. Oh. So like, you focus. I mean, what are they? There's the the ego, the ID, and the. Something else from yeah. Jung's um, uh, theories on personality. And uh-huh. I, I mean, I would say that I'm more introverted and I don't need a whole lot of 
people attention. You? Yeah. Mm. You think I need people around me all the time? You like people though? Yeah. Yeah. Not all the time. That's true. That's also me. Half of the time you're here, I'm like, oh god, when the fuck is he gonna get the fuck Please out? Please leave this fucking house. Um, and so it's just saying that I, 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 maybe that I or your friend Alyssa operate on a more primitive level. Mm. Interesting. And that you're just more worldly and rounded. Oh, thank you. I need a, a little bit of emphasis on round. <laughs> uh, I'm sitting in this chair. Hasn't broken yet. It's because it's the wrong one. Oh. <laughs> I think it's the same. Um, emergency broadcast neuralizers. <gasps> oh. Hey, Google, turn on the lights. Hey, Google, turn on the lights. Oh. Um, it looks like the orb lamp one isn't available right shut now. Shut up, bitch. <gasps> this one? Oh, that one. Sorry, on. Um, neuro, yeah, so it's, so emergency broadcasts, so they play all those sounds, and they're like, so essentially, (laughs) all those sounds are designed to send subliminal messages to us, and they sink into our brain waves and manipulate our memory or thought patterns, um, or something like that, and, uh, they either forcefully calm you, or get you up and going. They're, they get you up and going. I mean, yeah. Um, except that's... Japan's. Japan is like... Diddly-diddly. Oh, I, didn't, I never heard that. It's so calming. Yeah. Here, I'll play it for you. Where is it's it? like, a, oh, I was going to tell you. Here's Japan. What is what we got? No, ours was like... Ours is like, what if you just died right now? Yeah, it is surprise. And also, those have not been uh, foolproof. Remember when Hawaii had their emergency, like, uh, you have a, what was it, tsunami or? Incoming nuclear Nuclear, attack. There we go. Yeah, nuclear attack. You're going to die. And this was during the time that we were having problems with uh, North Korea. Thank you, Trump administration. And uh, they were just like, oh, yeah, you have a nuclear, like, two hours. Find some shelter immediately. immediately. In two two hours, people were like, I'm going to fucking die. But listen to this. What if this happened? That's not that scary. That's it. Just, hey, let me know. Something's I've listened to the emergency alert systems from all over the world. There are some out there that are frightening. Yeah. But not that one. Not that one. But we get Isra- that. Israel's is like. <sighs> it's it's scary. Yeah, but at the same time. We get those emergency broadcasts when it's like, here's a test, or maybe a tornado in your area, maybe, or there's a flood. <laughs> you you were here during Hurricane Harvey. Listen to this. Oh. That is eerie as fuck. That's zombies are coming to attack yeah. you. Um... Do you, you remember the alarms going off constantly for Hurricane Harvey? Mm-hmm. And so it was like a, hey, I'm just useless now. So I guess at Houstonian, I'm like, oh, yeah. 
The, the alarm's going off. Great. Yeah. Another hurricane. This, this, what's it? Um, the Simpsons is actually real footage. Yeah. It says that it's taken through a wormhole of another United States government that radioactively hurt the people, and then that's it. What Long Island? It's a, a wormhole. Yes. Um. Anyway, <laughs> Roman metaphysics. Uh, so it's basically saying that uh, it was really weird and convoluted of saying that all of the people that were Roman philosophers were like, how do you know or how can you understand what a chair is? We all have preconceived notions of a chair. I say this is a chair. You say that's a bench. This is a chair. You say it's a bench. How do we get those preconceived notions? They were imparted upon us before we were what we are now. I'm not a man. I'm something else. But everything that was built into me from before I was born to where I am now has told me, man. What? Yeah, it's really stupid. <laughs> so, like... uh yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm trying. Uh, Plato, Aristotle developed the idea where they would say uh, hylomorphism is the core concept of the idea where forms and matter, uh, that there are forms and matter, and despite changes that there must always be some constant, even, even if we're not aware of it, or we're most simply put, it's a roundabout way of saying that the chair can look like a ton of different things, uh -huh. but we know what a chair is so that it's still a chair. Uh-huh. Um, so that we have something in common with every other chair that exists, even if they don't look like it. So this chair versus the chair at my house. Which this is a chair. That's a chair. That's a chair. Just because we all have a preconceived notion of what a chair looks like. But is it really a chair? Don't. <laughs> is it really? A, we don't know. Is it really a chair? That's the whole point of language and... It's it's a it's to do with language, yes. We had to, we have to all create the idea of a chair together to create language. But for example, Aristotle said that despite he did not exist beforehand his form, he didn't exist before he was um where'd I go? Uh he was still created into the creature that is now known as Aristotle. So he didn't know Aristotle before, but he was created, and he is a creature, and his name is Aristotle, and he is known as Aristotle. He didn't, uh, therefore, it has to be through lines that an unseen connect. Whatever present self exists, the past and the future self, um, makes, is connected somehow. Uh... I know. Uh, this is too, well. That one was that's too a lot for me. to to. But there's a difference between him and a chair. I mean, you, it's meta. It's, it, it is meta because you. As why a is a chair a chair? Yeah, but because you, a, because we've all agreed some far back beyond before we were ever alive that this is a chair. Somebody said this is a chair, and everyone was like, "Yes." Uh huh. But and, why? But also there were forms of chairs created, a form of seating that was created for across... But how is that related to this? How are they similar? 
That's what it's asking. So how did who who made the idea that every single person who decided on on a place to sit in one well, one person to sit was a chair? What about thousands of years ago? They decided this was a bowl, and now we just to say this is a bowl, and in that cabinet over there, that's a chair. You you mean naming things? No, uh, like existence of things. Your name's Chris. You're alive. You're a human being. Who decided that you would be alive and be a human being named Chris? How are we the same species? What are we? We're not related at all. You're a totally different thing. You're inanimate. I'm not following this one. I'm so it's, sorry. It's, 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 yeah. it's that's saying it's that our lot. senses can lie to us and just because we've all described something as some way doesn't mean it necessarily has to be i can agree to that about objects and i'm not certain that i can agree to that as uh, uh things like or, or, or uh uh i think if we tie it further into like n- current times how do i know you're not a robot okay Valon. you're right okay 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 Thinking, so you're I'm, Chris. How do I know you're a person? And not Chris I P O. Yeah. I O. Whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, prison Earth um, is refers to the idea that we only exist on our earthly prison, and that uh, I've thought I've talked about this before. That Earth is a prison. So Earth is a prison, and um, we did it's something. It's been a long bad. time. You could could have. <laughs> Uh, Earth is a prison and we live here and uh, because we did something real bad long time ago. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, we are here because other species of aliens, extraterrestrials, were like those people. Other species but, of us were like... Yeah. And so they also think that because it's hard for us to leave our planet and all of that... The moon is the warden of our prison. Just watching us. Yeah. Um, Because, so, the moon itself was constructed... So, the moon has, like, is older than the Earth Uh via geological samples. It is the same age as the Earth. I didn't research further than what this guy said, but apparently he says that the moon is is older than the Earth. It's the same age. (laughs) He could be, he's maybe looking for uh, something that proves me wrong. The idea is that it's it's, uh, been a piece of the earth that was struck. The moon is 85 million years younger than scientists once thought. It formed roughly 4.425 billion years ago. Yeah, it's younger than us. More 5.5, I think. Or 5.5, 6.5? Science. Anyways, the theory (laughs) suggests that that's what happened. Yeah, so, sorry, the idea is... Don't touch me. Yeah. The idea is that the moon is younger than us. That's not going to happen. You will not have an object orbiting a object that's younger than it <laughs> but the earth or the moon behaves in strange ways it does so no, it's, well it's full of titanium for some reason okay <laughs> nobody knows why 
Um, also, there's... Because it hit the Earth at a young age. Lots of depressions, craters on the moon. Because it gets hit by all of the asteroids before we do. Well, no, he suggests that they are um, being sucked in from within. Oh, my God. Um, in some way. Uh, basically <laughs> suggesting the moon is hollow and it's like a space egg full of lizard people. Lots of lizard people. All right. Anyway. Um, inorganic beings. Here. We've talked about it before. Non-karma-based life forms. Um, fire is a person. Air could be a, a, a being. Got it. You know, what have you. Doesn't happen. Um, see, sleep deprivation lifestyle. Uh, refers to what happens if someone undergoes long-term sleep deprivation. As we know, going without sleep for long periods of times, people begin to lose their cognitive and social functions. However, there are theories that uh, suggest that if someone goes a really long time uh, uh, on an amount of sleep deprivation, they will lose uh, functions such as consciousness. And um, there's lots of cool theories that go along with this, saying that it allows our brain to revert to primitive stages using the id and going basically primal um and that's when certain urges happen like murder and food and uh, uh, uh where's the closest thing for food oh murder yeah me eat you that's where cannibalism and all those things happen so as if you sleep if you deprive yourself of sleep for long enough anyone can become a murderer or anyone can I mean, I think that's true because I think that when you deprive someone of sleep enough, they become fucking insane. Yeah. The, I mean, there's. I don't mean that they're going to become like a certain one way or the other. They're going to fucking die. Lose their mind. Lose their mind and die. Yeah. And then the last one for tonight. First tonight. Dinosaurs helped build the pyramids. Oh, boy. So, um, so dinosaurs, there's a lot of dinosaur bones near the pyramids in Egypt. Um, it's cause that was, it's fine. yeah. So, uh, and there's a lot of, uh, hieroglyphics or transcriptions about giant beasts or God beasts, um, that were used in order to help build the pyramids. And say they carry things like limestone across the river, and they were used to haul large uh, rocks. And they constructed the pyramids in these transcriptions. And whoever wrote them said that they ate the grass of the Nile plains, and their tail was large enough so they could swing it and kill whole armies. Um, and their necks reached into the clouds. And uh, several inscriptions and images of the supposed creatures, uh, while things like this have always been references in Job, say that. Dinosaurs existed much closer to humans than we think, um, and now several Egyptologists, which I, uh, are, are people, uh, are they, on board with it, yes. and they're like, yeah, dinosaurs helped build the pyramids. Where the fuck did these dinosaurs go? They died. We can't even figure out where humans came from 8,000 years ago. We think there's dinosaurs that built these pyramids 4,000 years ago? Yes, honey. Oh, boy. Yes. We can't. I can't. Mama. These people. It's a little bit more heady on this tier. How do you feel? 
I feel that a lot of people are reaching. Well, I mean, they're all reaching. Oh, absolutely. We, but it all depends on your theories. worldview. Like, if you believe these things, then then they then can be true. Then you're into it, yeah. I mean, they don't sound completely... Most of them. No. 55% of them don't sound completely out of the realm of possibility. Oh, no, yeah. I can believe that. I mean, a lot of them, like... The Simpsons is obviously not real. That's uh, silly. I don't. That's not true. But so how did he get? How did had a uh, what's his name Greenfield or whatever his name get the the little lens? Says, oh, let me see these people in this little 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 sphere and watch them. I don't know. I don't know. But there, are, there. What are, if the Earth? What if the Amazon was really a forest or a, a, a farm? A farm, yeah. That'd be nice. That would be an uh, would be idea to believe that the people came down from the mountains and they were like, "Let me fucking farm this." And it's not completely unfeasible. It's not unfeasible. It, that is not an unfeasible, and I like I said, it would be a very, very uh, emotionally hopeful idea that that w- is what would happen. It's like, oh, the water's too high. And now let me come down to this this fucking fieldlands. Because the Mississippi River Valley, if we had, if we did that, could be the Amazon. Uh, if 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 we I mean we didn't do it, but if native people had been able to do that, they did do it. <laughs> Period says, um, yeah, I can believe that. I mean, th- there are a lot of things in that tier that are understandable for people to believe there's also a lot that people should not yeah there's some reaches there's some reaches some reaches reaches leeches leeches Mises. you know it's not a reach what is it supporting our sponsor economy works they are a freelance talent network that connects professionals with project work if you are a company that needs help running job descriptions, conducting marketing analysis, or uh, managing your social media platforms, Economy Works has an extensive talent network of freelance professionals ready to help you do more with less. Economy Works. When we work, the economy, economy works. works. Find out more about Economy Works at economyworks.com. That's E-C-O-N-O-M-I-W-O-R-K-S dot com. Economy Works. That was pretty good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. All the things you do with your voice. I'm really a wizard. A wizard. A wizard. And? I practice dousing. I saw a moon today. It was like, uh, you're not a wizard. Uh, you're not a you're not a, a Ravenclaw. You're 33 years old. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh shit. Harry Potter is 20 years old now. It is, and uh, I can feel bad for the the queens, uh, aka me and you, that grew up at the time that was like, oh, let's. I I've been waiting for my Harry Potter letter, and then J.K. Rowling trying to be a transphobic bitch. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Thanks for coming to our podcast. <laughs> uh, 
shout out to Let's Talk About Gay Stuff. Let's Talk About Gay Stuff out here talking about gay stuff. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. Bringing you the latest and greatest in LGBTQ plus history, baby. Mm-hmm. Mama. Um, they got lots of new stuff going on via um, you. Me. Uh, bringing me. in the latest hot tea. Hot mama. It's hot tea. Hot goss. Work. Um, diva. Yeah. We are getting hunty at the gig. Yes, let's get Work it. for your nerve. Yes, God. <laughs> um, you know, Chris is out there telling new things. And Dusty's bringing some book reviews. And Thomas is, is bringing our old stuff. Our, uh-huh. our good old stuff. Oh, the side No. <laughs> the history. The, the old stuff. <laughs> oh man! Oh my god! <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna eat your words for that letter. <laughs> it's gay. It's just gay history. <laughs> Anyways, that's let's talk about gay stuff at let's talk about gay stuff.com. Let's talk about gay stuff on Facebook and Instagram, and talk gay stuff on Twitter. And if you'd like to send them an email, that's let's talk about gay stuff at gmail.com. You can hear my voice there because I'm there sometimes. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. It's me. I I would not. Valentina. My smile is beautiful. You wear a fucking diaper. Uh Uh-huh. But also you're listening to uh, our Spoopy Podcast and you know where to find us. Rspoopypodcast.com, Podcast on Instagram and Spoopy on Twitter, Spoop on Facebook. Send us an email at rspoopypodcast at gmail.com. We love you. We love our listeners. Apparently we've been getting a couple of uh, random listeners. Thanks to Alejandro. Uh, if you made it through this podcast, uh, it tells us If too- you've passed two hours. They tell us it's too long. And I'm like, oh. Sucks to suck. I was like, I literally was like, oh, we we've literally tried. We have. It's It's, just that I don't I don't edit. We we don't edit, and we just like we just like to talk. Everything flows, you know. It just works, and and that's what Alejandro was like. Oh, you guys just don't edit anything, and you just like to talk. And I'm like, well, here it is. So that's when we tell them to get get spoopy spoopy with it. 